What's up, guys? Max here with a brand new episode of the Scuttlebutt Show. Thank you for joining us today. I'm really excited because today we have a special guest, a very special guest, a female Navy sailor who uh, has recently been all the face of the Navy. She's the face of the Navy right now, and I found her because she recently won the Battle Bunker competition on famous military Navy YouTuber Austin Alexander's channel, where she took on the Marine Corps and won. Uh, thanks for joining us. If you guys haven't had a chance already, smash that subscribe button. Uh, as always, this episode will be available on the podcast later, and you can always go to our uh, uh, YouTube page to watch this live show played back if you have to skip out on it a little early or anything. Without further ado, let me bring on our special guest, Ashley. What is up, Ashley? Hi. <laughs> how, are, how are you doing? I'm doing good. And you? I am doing fantastic. Uh Ashley, for, for those uh, watching who don't know who you are, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, yeah, my name is Ashley Figueroa. I'm actually born and raised in Miami, Florida, but all my family is from Puerto Rico, so I'm Puerto Rican. Um, I had some time moving back and forth from Miami and PR, uh, so it was interesting having that sort of childhood upbringing. Um, before the Navy, I was actually in college for two years, so I have my associate's degree, and right now I'm trying to finish my bachelor's in science for computer science because I'm an electronics technician in the Navy, so I work on really cool gear on a destroyer and on ships, so ETs pretty much have the luxury to go everywhere. I'm a comms ET, so we work on, like, on satellite communication, software development, and all the really cool aeronautic stuff that we need for military systems and that weapon systems. That is awesome. That's very badass. Uh, we were chatting a little bit before this, but one thing I meant to ask you, we didn't get to it, is uh, why the Navy? How did you end up joining the Navy? So that's actually a really interesting story. I was on my last semester graduating my associates, and I, I did not want to join the military. I was like so against the government and like, <laughs> the military. I was not patriotic. And then, like, they told me I couldn't get any more financial aid. So I'm like, <laughs> damn, I'm broke. I don't know how am I going to get money. And it's upsetting because you see all these, like, doctors and lawyers, like, right, if you're a lawyer or trying to be a law student, if you pass your LSAT at a high level, you get, like, a law firm to pay for your law school as long as you work for that firm. And doctors, if you're doing the medical field, you get your residency at a hospital and you do your practice and nursing there and you could just get hired at the hospital. But they don't really have that for engineering rates, you know, like engineering, you sort of have to do like internships, you sort of have to like reach out and network and see where you could get hired. So there's a lot of people who want to pursue engineering, but where do they get like these fundamental practices to be, be one? And it's like, we have to do like free internships or basically no people. And it's upsetting because engineering is really the future that everything is STEM now. So I was like trying to Google and I Googled like literally that, like how to get experience in engineering and the Navy popped up. Oh, so wow. I was like, what? To the Navy? Whoa. So <laughs> yeah, and the Navy popped up with all these interesting STEM jobs. And I was like, wow, they actually have a lot of stuff to do with science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. And I didn't even know. I never had like a Navy representative come to my high school or any of that. Like I was in a really like bad high school, very poor area of the city. So it was just like, I've never had anybody come talk about those things. So when I saw it on Google, I was like, wow, you know what? Let me go into my local recruiting office and see 
what type of STEM jobs they can offer me where I can gain my experience. And they have a ton of them. I'm telling you, like so much, it's insane. And they even help you, guide you in which way you want to do. They even have civil engineering corp if you want to be commissioned as an officer. And it's just really, really awesome things you can gain your experience. So it fascinated me from the get-go to see it on Google. And then my local recruiting office actually gave me a lot of information and a lot of it I did it self-homework. They're not gonna tell you everything in the Navy recruiting office, but yep. they give you the basics. <laughs> so most of it, you have to do your homework. And I did my homework and I really wanted to be an ET because I was actually trying to pursue electrical engineering. So it's either, they were trying to say, tell me to be a CB, but I was like, ah, cause I don't want to do construction work. So I was like, nah, but I ended up being an ET luckily. So I was like, yes, this is exactly what I want to be and exactly what I want to do. So I got really lucky and fortunate to be one of those few people to pursue their career path. That's awesome. So we know we learned two things just now. One is the Navy's doing really good with their search engine optimization because they're popping up, <laughs> yeah. on, popping up on those Google results. And then, uh, two, there's a lot of, uh, STEM, STEM fields in the military, which is cool that you were able to do that. You know, there's like this whole yeah. push for women in STEM, uh, which, you yes. know, you're, oh my God. you're part it's of the so push great. right now. You know, I, I like hope so. <laughs> every, everything that we talk about makes me more and more realize like how good of a representation of the Navy you are right now. I hope you, I hope you don't feel too much pressure <laughs> from that. You're like a great example I, I of a sailor. I do feel pressure sometimes. But it's just like, I always say, like, you make your opportunities. I feel like people who wait for an opportunity to come for them are actually going to end up last in the game. Like, yep. you really have to make your opportunities happen for you. And it's as simple as going online and Googling it or asking someone. And a lot of people have pride, and that pride stops you. Like, you're just as successful as the people you network with. You know, like, I always saw this motivational speaker say, lawyers and doctors and billionaires don't hang out with others than lawyers, doctors, and billionaires, you know, like you have to associate yourself with the people you see yourself being in the future. And unfortunately, like a lot of people don't do that. They get stuck in their ways or stuck in their hometown because they're trying to be like everybody else instead of trying to be something that they want to be in life. Yeah. And you said, uh, the high school you went to, the Navy even never even went there. Now, my question is, if, if, it, <laughs> if it was little, you know, like two, two hood or whatever for the Navy, was the Army there? Yeah. I, I bet the Army was coming by, maybe rolling, doing a drive-by. Uh, I don't I, I never seen a uniformed personnel okay. on, in my school. Honestly, I did not see one. The only uniformed personnel I saw were cops. And that was because <laughs> they were tasing people in the classroom oh my because gosh. of gang violence. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it was not a great school. But, you know, I always think, I always remember where I come from. So mm -hmm. uh, it may have been rough. And, and that's why I love all those advocacy where people, you know, talk about like gang violence and schools and minors going through that. It's very traumatic. It's very hard to get out of that lifestyle. And if it you're is. not focusing on education, you're going to get stuck in the, in that uh, route in life. So it's just like education is so important. It really is. And that's why I love teachers. I love what they do. I love the education system. It's so crucial to help our young people, even if the less fortunate ones, that's all they have to make it out sometimes. Yeah. Just be smart and stay in school. Keep your record clean. 
Keep your record clean enough yeah. to get in the military at least. <laughs> yeah, that too. There's not many waivers for that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Did you, uh, okay. So, so you, you're in the Navy. You, uh, you, we, we know the story of how you joined the Navy now and you're on a ship. Is that correct? And how many years have you been in the Navy total? So I've been in the Navy for three years and I've been on a ship for two. My total contract is six years because ETs get six years because they give you a grace period of going to school. Our school is actually like, could be from up to a year to two years. So that's why they give us that two years instead of a regular contract where it's four because they add that school time because our, our school is such a really long. Mm -hmm. it's, it's basically going to like a technical trade school. For free, which is crazy. That I've is, learned a lot going to ETA school. That is awesome. Uh, and you, uh, now that now that I know, so let's let's kind of talk about like what. So by the way, you're doing amazing in the Navy. You're a second class. <laughs> you're an ET two. You're a second class petty officer, which is an E five. Yeah. You've been in three years. That is a that's ahead of the curve. Uh, and I don't know, like yeah, is. <laughs> Is uh is ET like how is that too advanced? Is that competitive or is it like a hundred percent? Actually, it's not. So everyone gets really mad when I say I'm an ET two and I've only been in three years because our quotas are so low and it's really really hard to make second for ETs because our quotas are really low. Like we, it's not a hundred percent. Like it's literally probably like eight <laughs> percent to advance. So like I talked about, I think on one of my stories was that there's two ways to advance in the military. There's mapping and then there's advancement tests. So you take a test every two years, I mean, every, twice a year. So there's like a cycle of what you take your advancement test or depending on your performance and job performance and how much you make an impact on your command, they can choose the mapping where your command maps you to your next advancement or your next pay grade. And I was fortunate enough to get mapped at my command, nice. the one that I'm at right now. That's the way to do it. Meritorious advancement program. That is the way to go. Yeah. Now, it is. now <laughs> do you, uh, y you are my guest today because I reached out to you on Instagram out of the blue, did not know you, just emailed you on Instagram after I saw you, uh, yeah. on, which I don't respond by the way. A oh, lot really? Of people send me weird messages. I don't even bother to look at them. <laughs> well, I feel incredibly lucky. I'm very thankful that you saw mine and, and, uh, <laughs> saw what we're doing here and decided to, to reply. I appreciate it. Um, and I hope anybody who's previous Navy or previous military, I always give them my full attention because okay. I know they understand. Yeah, absolutely. I know that they have a background that they understand. So awesome. I love that. You know, me too. I love, you know, I love when I hear from like other veterans who are like, oh, yeah, I was in the army. I really like, you know, talking about this kind of stuff. I think that's great. Um, yeah. And, and so you were you were on. Uh, so there's a famous, you know, in, in as far as military YouTubers go, one of the most famous is uh, oh, Nikki MGTV's in the chat giving you a shout out. Um, Hi. So so. <laughs> One of the most famous military YouTubers is Austin Alexander. He has a big fitness channel, uh, and you were on his show, The Battle Bunker, and it was you versus a Marine, and that's, like, how I found out about you. Very great episode. Uh, I've got a lot of questions and things I want to talk about with that. But, at, like, when we were talking about before the show started, I realized you actually have been featured by the Navy in a bunch of stuff. Like, can you tell us a little bit about yeah. how, you've, how you've become the, the face of the Navy, so to speak? Um, I don't 
know about the face of the Navy. That's really, really scary. But I, I feel very, very um, honored. So it was crazy because uh, my ship got picked to do a YouTube video by All Hands Magazine to be the life on the destroyer. And it's really cool because it gives uh, new people who are trying to come into the Navy an idea of what it's like living on a ship, especially a destroyer is such a small ship. And All Hands Magazine does a great job on filming lifestyles in the Navy, depending on your rate, whether it's EOD, SEAL, Amphib, Carrier, and DDG. So I got fortunate enough to be one of the few to get featured in this video where they followed me around on my ship to see how I live, how I sleep, how I eat, how I work out, and what's my work like on basically on a ship and what I do in the Navy. And on that video, I talk about I'm... I'm the ACFL at my command, so I always advocate fitness, and they saw me working out and all of that. So once that video came out and the Navy saw it, uh, unfortunately, we had an article a few months down the line saying that the Navy is actually the fattest branch right now because we're struggling with obesity and overweight. And it is a very difficult topic because... Um, our sailors and our active members have a different lifestyle from Marines, Army, and Air Force, where they're basically on land more. We're on the ship more, so our schedule is very difficult. There's a lot of sailors who don't sleep. So lack of sleep, lack of, like very stressful, high tense environments. You're doing watch standing out in the middle of the ocean. We're, you know, engaging in weapon systems, governing international trades and you know, when I was deployed in Fifth Fleet, we had to uh, do maritime operations where we were besides cargo ships trying to get it through the water of Fifth Fleet just to send cargoes and trademarks back to America or China. And it's like, you know, our schedule is very hectic. So it's uh, interesting to know once they saw that, they wanted to obviously shine light on Navy fitness. Like, hey, we don't want to be the fattest branch. There's actually fit people who are trying to advocate for the Navy fitness. And I was picked for it. So I did another video called Navy Fit. And it was cool to be on that one too. And again, All Hands Magazine did that one. And they did a great job trying to make me look like some Nike commercial. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? That's insane how videograph works. Yes. And you, uh, here, here's why I think that this is so, what you just said about, you know, being an ACFL, being in the fitness video, it's so easy. Like when I was on the ship, uh, it, it's so easy for people to say like, there's no way to stay in shape on the ship. I'm not working out on the ship. And there's some serious, yeah. there's some serious, there Seriously. are some like obstacles, right? So you have to really want it. There are some obstacles. One is working hours. One is uh, gym hours. Cause gym's not always open mm -hmm. for everybody. Like you got like chief hours, officer hours, gym's closed for cleaning stations. Sometimes when you have to, like when you're at work, when the only time you have to go, it's closed for cleaning or whatever. Um, how did you, how do you stay in shape on the ship? Because you came back from deployment and won battle bunker. Like you didn't even. <laughs> and I was actually not, I'm not in my prime right now. I oh my like, gosh. Like after I come back from deployment, like I feel like I'm not where I'm, I want to be, but it's so, I'm surprised I won. I was like, what? And I was actually scared. Not going to lie. When I was like, Austin told me, yeah, you're going to go against a Marine. You know, people look at Marines and army, they're like super fit. And I'm like, holy <laughs> shit, I don't know if I'm going to like do well. And I, I guess I did. A lot of people thought I cheat, but you have to be clever sometimes. When yeah. You're like, 
doing those games. They're like, oh, she didn't go all the way down. All he said was to make sure that it gets to the other side. He didn't say I had to run to the bottom and place them, make sure that's in the bottom. So, you know, like, we're also smart brands, so. (laughs) (laughs) But Angel was great. I really loved her. I love her energy. She's awesome. Um, Most Marines are super, super kind. They have such much more discipline, you know, like they are very disciplined branch. And I really respect Marine Corps for what they do. Uh, I never got the chance to work with them because they're usually on amphibs. But the few times I've met them, they're very, very amazing, disciplined branch. They're really, really athletic, very tactical in what they do. So mm-hmm. it's insane. I, I will say uh, we're going to get to guys. We're going to watch the video. We're going to play the video. So if you're sticking around for that, you'll you'll be happy when we get to the video. We'll do the play by play to commentary. Um, but one thing I thought was so funny is uh, is at the end, I, he said something like, you guys now, you know, talk trash to each other or whatever. And you guys hugged and it was like the, the, yeah. the nicest, the <laughs> nicest thing ever. <laughs> well, so what, what was the secret? Like, so all, oh, oh, by the way, shots fired at the Marine Corps for the Marine Corps listeners out there. She wasn't even in her best shape and she took down the <laughs> Marine Corps. So what's up with that? What's up with that? Uh, I do love changing the, changing the idea of the Navy being the fattest branch to being at least okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? So what was the secret yeah, to stay in what was the secret so to stay in sh- shape on the ship? The secret is really time management and that's what I tell people I try to advocate. It's like you have to figure out a balance in your schedule where you can put time aside for yourself. Um, I know being on a ship is stressful so a lot of people use their downtime to like watch movies or eat junk food or you know, like they just really are playing video games. A lot of a lot of the people play video games or do that on their downtime. Mm-hmm. So it's like time management. It's like, what do you want to do? And it's not hard to put in a 30, 45 or even hour workout of your day. You don't have to do it every day. I tell people you don't have to work out every day as long as you're eating mindful because I hate the word diet because it has the word diet in it and everybody knows that. But mindful eating, just just paying attention of what you eat throughout the day. If you see yourself going to that vending machine to get another Coca-Cola for the second or third time on the day, you should really notice that and try to stop yourself. Like, hey, maybe I already already had one soda today. Let me not get another one. Or change it up, you know, change up your eating habits. Just notice what you're putting into your body. And that's what I try to advocate to people in the military. Yes, it's Food is indulging. It's very indulging. And I do not want to stop people from indulging. I want them to feel good. Sometimes food makes us happy. And that's the only way they feel happy by having that candy bar. But it's a more rewarding feeling knowing that you worked for it. So time management, mindful eating is so important for sailors on the ship because we're so limited on supplies anyways. And we're so limited on time that you should really invest it on yourself. And a lot of times people come back from deployment in the best shape that they had because they're away from their families, from stressors, from, you know, like video games, watching movies, their kids. So some, some of them do the right thing and focus on themselves and better themselves. And other people just let themselves go because they want to get a little lazy and just relax a little. Mm-hmm. Yep. But it's just so important to just time manage and mindful eating and, uh, like I said, it only takes 30 to an hour to really put in some work and have really good workout. 
you'll sleep better, you'll do fun, and you'll probably be more productive. And that's the important thing. That's what kept me going through my tough deployment during COVID, which was a really tough deployment for a lot of active members. So it's just always keeping your head in the game and knowing that, that I'm doing something for me. I want to feel good. Why can't I make myself feel good? Or how can I make myself feel good? So I, uh, when you said time management, I, I thought you were going to say, pick the time when the ship's listing in the right direction to make running on the treadmill really easy. You know what I mean? <laughs> I suggest not running. No <laughs> run. Do the bike or the row machine because it's so bad for your knees on those waves. Like yeah, you don't even know yeah. when the wave is going to hit. Yep. It just comes out of nowhere. <laughs> and you're on a destroyer, right? So it's even worse. You're getting hit by the oh, waves man. even worse. Uh, I actually suffer from motion sickness, so it's oh, so no. bad. Oh, no. I, like, get a car, airplane, ship, so I sort of join, like, in the really bad branch because I'm on a ship, so I literally live off dromamine mm -hmm. all the time. I have to take it because I get so sick, and, oh, but no. the medicine works, so. And it we does. threw up twice on the <laughs> So, all right, here, opinion question, opinion question. Uh, let me paint the picture for you. Give me, give me your thoughts on this. It's two days before the PRT. All right. <laughs> it's two days before the PRT. If I work out today, I might be too sore for the PRT, but if I don't work out, I'm going to be out of shape. What do I do? That's always like the two, two days. Before yeah. The I'm always like, uh, I'm always like, all the time. I'm like, I can't get, I can't <laughs> go into the PRT sore. I'm not going to get my best score, but if I don't work out today, what if I'm out of shape? Like that's the, I always I have really that get that all the time. I get so much weird things like, oh, how do I, like, like, how do I, if I just go on a water diet for two weeks, will I make tape and just crazy stuff like that? And I'm just like, oh my God, look, like, it's not bad. It's not bad being on FEP. They changed the Navy instruction now where you don't get kicked out the Navy anymore if you fail your PRT. Oh, okay. It does stop you from advancing, but if you go to FEP, right, if you get put on FEP, you go to FEP and you pass your mock um fat prt you get off of it and you can go ahead and get reinstated for your advancement mm. so the navy is actually working with sailors like trying to like crunch stuff two days before prt is not the way that's how a lot of people get hurt during strenuous exercises because they're trying to push themselves to make a deadline but it's like it's already too late, man. Like just try, to, <laughs> try your best the day of the PRT and just put in your best effort. And if you, and if that was your best effort and you still didn't make it, it's okay. Because guess what? Now you're going to be on Feb. So you are mandated, you're mandatory required to have PT, which is good because now the command is making time for you to go instead of going on your own time or making um, time out of your own schedule. You're mandatory to go. You're going to get uh, either in the morning, afternoon, you're going to get a good workout. You're going to feel good. And you're going to see through the months of being in FEP because I've seen it myself firsthand. Every time I have people come to my FEP session, at the end of it, they're like, oh, my God, I lost like 20 pounds. Like, I feel great. This is crazy. I didn't think because obviously in the beginning, they're like, oh, I don't want to be here. I hate it here. What the fuck? <laughs> so they give me that type of attitude. But then later on, they see the results and they're very happy with it. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm telling you, like, I'm just here to help you. I'm, I'm out here waking up just like you at five in the morning to go run three miles. Yep. You think I like running? No mm -hmm. one likes running. Yep, but that's it's, so it's, true. It's just a team effort and seeing them get happy 
and knowing that they're better in their lives because sometimes, you know, people say motivate yourself. You hear that a lot in boot camp, motivate yourself. But sometimes it's more encouraging to have others motivate you for you. So that's what I like about the Navy. We do group PTs, even though right now it's stopped because of COVID. I hope after next year we get back into group PTs, which is very motivating for sailors because it's better when we work out in a group. Everyone gets to have a great time. You know, it's hard to work out by yourself. And not a lot of people have that mentality. It's, it's easier to go work out with a group of people who are going through the same thing you're going through. Yep. So since you're, since you're like the, the, you're turning into a bit of a online Navy celebrity, uh, you are an <laughs> ACFL, you're on a, you're on a ship, you're on a smaller ship. Has the way people treated you changed since all this stuff has started happening? So that's actually a very sensitive topic. Cause yes, it's like people will show People don't know how to respond to like when they see people on social media or they see, it's, it, for example, if they see people thriving and it's someone that you know, it's like very difficult turmoil. Some people will be happy for you, but other people would not. Some people really um, deep down have some sort of envious or jealousy or really try to just like assassinate your character because they just have some personal things. And it's insane because it's like, these are people you work with day in and day out. They don't want to treat you any different, but they also want to belittle you because they think like, y'all, you're some big thing now, but you're just a regular ET here. So it's a very um, difficult thing to talk about because it's also intangible. Like you can't really report that people are mistreating you because you're on social media, you know? Social media is still a great area in Navy instruction. So it's just an intangible thing. It's sort of like you have to deal with it type of thing. Just ignore it day in and day out. But I can see how it can get to people easily, mentally and emotionally. It's very yeah. exhausting because people will start treating you differently, but you don't know why. You just have an idea. And it's like I'm a sort of assuming that it's because of this, but they never really say it. You know, they just... Mm -hmm. They just have little things here and there where they do. Are you, uh, wh what are your, so we're about to get to the, vi we'll probably get to the video here in the next couple minutes. Uh, but we do have a couple of listener questions too that I want to get to. Uh, what, what do you think are your, what are your Navy plans? Do you think, are you still, are you happy in the Navy? Um, so right now it's a very different feeling that I'm having about the Navy because I just got back from a very difficult deployment and we're going through a ship avail, which is basically the ship goes into the yard to do some maintenance on it in order for it to go back to sea trials and get back to another deployment. And it's difficult because I've worked with these people for 10 months, lived, slept with them, worked with them, and I'm still living and dealing with them and working with them. So you sort of get tired of seeing the same people. Um, some of them get annoying. Some of them are your best buds because military friendship is such a strong bond. You never let go of those pals. Those pals went through mm -hmm. you, with you, cried with you, did everything with you, you know? But then there's the rest of the people that are very, very annoying. And then you just <laughs> already know who they are. <laughs> so you can't get away because they're still on the ship and stuff. So I, I could say that I am very contempt with where I'm at right now in the Navy. 
um, because it's just a different environment that we are with COVID and everything that's going on in my life personally, you know, when it comes to advocating for the Navy. Uh, but I want to say that I am content because the Navy does, the Navy itself does so much for me. It's the people that sometimes get a little frustrating. You know, yeah. right now I'm yeah. able to go back to school. I'm using TA, tuition assistance, which is a great benefit that we have as military service members to finish my bachelor's degree. I was able to use the VA loan to buy a house in California. So all of the Navy really does provide. It's the people sometimes, unfortunately, that makes or break it, whether or not you had a happy experience in the military or an unhappy experience. And it comes down to the people, not the branch or the military itself. That's 100% true. It really does come down to the people 100%. So with that being said, how about your chain of command? You get pretty good support from your chain of command? So the thing about chain of commands, we cycle through them, mm -hmm. right? Like, you know, you as a junior sailor, we stay there for a long time, but our chain of command cycles through. Like they get, we change our change of command very differently. I, when I first got to my ship, my LPO and my chief was probably the best LPO and chief that I had. And right now they're great. You know, they're really good, but it's not, not the same as compared as what my old chain of command when I first got there. And the support and their leadership, what I thought was great leadership and support that they had is different from the current one. So you have to be able to adjust to your chain of command and see how they work in and out. You know, like interpersonal skills is so important because not every chain of command is willing to work with you. Not every chain of command is the same. Some of them are good. Some of them have poor leadership skills. Some of them have great communication skills, but some of them lack in other areas. So that, that's sometimes very difficult for junior sailors to understand. I myself have to understand that. And it's like, I, I never think, like I have this philosophy. I don't believe in bad people. I believe in bad decisions. Oh, I like that, that. Everyone's a good person, but they just make bad choices in life or maybe bad decisions. So I, that's how I view like chain of commands in the Navy. I don't think there's bad leadership. It's just bad communication or bad choices. Sometimes they're just put into it just to fill in the billet. So it's like, you can't fault them for that. So it's like, you, you want to work with them as best as you can. So I, I'm glad that they're very supportive too. They, they support me in their own way. <laughs> okay. Well, good, good, yeah. good. Uh, what, what is, uh, what's the plan? with your like with social media stuff are you are you doing more social media stuff or can, where can people find you online um so i only have an instagram for now i do have a youtube channel but it's not like big i, I don't like vlogging that much I, I haven't started vlogging yet i'm very scared to get on the social media platform uh i do want to branch out only because i want to impact more females to get into more uniform careers so one of my big thing is like, I know a lot of females struggle with um, passing the physical portions of many things, whether it's the physical portions to get into the military, police academy, firefighting, you know, a lot of, a lot of women have that physical boundary. And they also have this ideology where like, oh, it's a male dominated field. I don't know what to expect. What, what if I can't keep up with the males? And it's all not true. Like working with males firsthand, it's like, there's no gender, you know, it's just like, that's my team. That's my battle buddy. You know, like I'm able to help him if he's able to help me type of thing, you know, like we all look out for each other. It's a, it's a battle buddy thing. 
Do you uh? Do you want to get? Oh, oh, really quick. We got. We do have a uh, a listener question here, which is uh, I want to get to it, and then I want to get to the uh, the battle bunker here. So uh, the question <laughs> is, and I feel like you're a great person to answer it. The question is, uh, why is education important if I will never use most of it? So education is very important, even though people say you won't use most of it, because a lot of careers look at education. Unfortunately, if you're a person that don't like education. So if you go into a career that you say, oh, I just have military background. I have, uh, let's just say, eight, 10 years in the military. I did whatever rate you did, but you only have a high school diploma. Unfortunately, a lot of places they may or may not hire you just with a military experience, but education just gives you a, a higher sense of knowledge. And that higher education helps you build more societal skills that's important, uh, such as leadership, such as business, such as financing, and all those things that we think education is not necessary, but it actually teaches us a lot of stuff when it comes to society that was not enough in high school. Because believe it or not, when we're in high school, we don't listen, we're adolescents. But as adults, we, we're trying to, from young adults to, I'm 25, going to be 26 now, to we're 30, we, we need that education besides outside of social skills to gain a higher sense of knowledge. And I think knowledge is what people should thrive for. I think education is like, oh man, I, I have to go to college. It, you know, you don't have to go to college. There's so many options to get educated and gain knowledge in your field and places you want to go. But yes, higher education is very important, especially if you're trying to achieve a career that you have in mind. And it just looks better on resume too. It's true. You know what I tell people? This is one of my go-to expressions and this applies here too. And it's in, right in line with what you just said, which is, uh, so here's the expression. Here, here's the saying, the, mo- the mantra, the motto, words to live by. Okay, <laughs> you ready? It, luck is nothing more than a combination of opportunity and preparation. So luck is nothing more, and, and you can and you can make that work with literally anything. And yeah. getting an education is preparing for an opportunity that you don't know exists yet. So you go get the education in something, and then it might be 10, 15 years even later in your life, somebody goes, oh, hey, yeah. there's this job opportunity. You're like, hey, you know what? I can do that because I'm educated. You didn't know that that opportunity was ever going to present itself, but you mm-hmm. prepared for it without even realizing it. That's why I say, always learn everything you can always take all these experiences that are presented before you be a yes person in a lot of ways because you're opening yourself to opportunity and then all these other things all these skills these experiences those are preparation so make sure yeah. you, re- you realize that you create your own luck when you m- let opportunity meet preparation so that's and that's in line with what you just said too like just get just get the education you don't know why you're gonna you might use it you just don't know it yet you know it might it might yeah. be a long time before you do or it might just be somebody you meet along the way or something like that. Yeah, that's so, crazy. So so what we got here, we'll, we're going to get into some fun stuff here is and I know you can't see this and I, and I do apologize but but I am going to count on <laughs> I'm going to count on you uh being able to recall what's going on here based on the uh the sound. So we've got the episode of Ashley on Battle Bunker, which is Austin Alexander's channel. And I kind of want to go through it and uh, and get some of your play by play on what was going on here because I think uh, I think people will will be interested to see like the behind <laughs> the scenes a little bit. Is that okay with you? Yeah. All yeah. Right. So I'm gonna. Pl- you can hear this. You can't see it. So I'm gonna start playing this real quick, and we'll get to uh, some of the good parts. 
Today it's the U.S. Navy versus the U.S. Marines. At the Battle Bunker, there can only be one winner. <laughs> Who's going to come out on top? Stick around. Let's find <laughs> out. So how did you end up on Battle Bunker? So um, actually, believe it or not, me and Austin are actually friends. We've been friends for almost two years now. And how we met was through another guy named Austin. Oh, funny. <laughs> He's actually uh, worked for All Hands Magazine, and he um, gave my information to Austin to reach out to me to do videos. And we were going to work on this project together, but um, the Navy was unable to approve it. But we ended up uh, just filming again with All Hands Magazine. And they did a separate video on him and a separate video on me. And ever since then, like, he's been a really, really down-to-earth, funny person. Um, great to work with. He taught me a lot about, like, YouTube and filming. But I like how he is because it's all natural. Like, it's not like you have to act out and redo a scene and just stop here, put makeup. Like, it's all, like, <laughs> really natural. Like, everything's just natural. Like, you just go and do it. And it's just like, what? I'm in front of a camera? Like, it's just be natural. So that's what I really like. And he's really, really funny and investing a lot of his, um, now that he got out the Navy, he's investing a lot of it into his, this battle bunker. Yeah, I, I have noticed that, and I like it. I like what he's doing. All right. Let's check out a little bit more of the video. Hey, what's going on everybody? I'm Angel Romero. I'm a corporal in the United States Marine Corps. I'm definitely dreading the cargo net. She's a sailor. I'm a Marine. Enough said. Alright, so some some trash talking. Some trash talking going on. Did you know Angel before this? No. <laughs> so you guys met that you guys met that day basically? Yeah, she let me borrow her boots because I didn't have <laughs> hand boots. <laughs> so uh, she like Austin messenger, she's like, Bring boots and then like I met her and I was I was like trying to change into my uniform because it's really cold out there where he has the battle bunker. And then I was changing and she's like, oh, I brought the boots for you. And I'm like, yeah, thank you so much. I'm Ashley. And then we just started to film. I'm like, shit, I barely know this girl. <laughs> and now I got to whoop her ass. Damn, that's rough. <laughs> yeah. That All was right. rough. That was rough. All right, let's see. You have a great intro here, so I'm excited to get to your intro. <laughs> All right, let's stop wasting time. Let's go. Let's do this. I got a course to win. Hi, I'm uh, Ashley Sepulveda. I'm an uh, electronics technician second class in the U.S. Navy. Uh, a lot of people don't think people in the Navy are fit. I did not think I was going to go against a Marine, but I'm ready, I'm fit, and I don't eat crayons. And I don't eat crayons. That is like the perfect, <laughs> the perfect thing to say. So Austin told me to say that. I didn't even know what to say. I never trash talk anybody. So it was just like, I don't know. It was really hard. And everyone was like, you don't even know how to be mean. Don't you? And I'm like, I like for no reason. No, <laughs> <laughs> it's it was it was a uh, game time. It was trash talking game time. But you, I think that that was pretty good. I can't I, I can't think of a better delivery. Uh, and it was uh, it was it was pretty, pretty good. Pretty funny. Um, <laughs> don't eat cra the whole crayon eater uh, persona that Marines embody. That's epic. Yeah. <laughs> so we see the course here. All right, Angel, you're gonna go first. Angel representing for the U.S. Marine Corps. My command to go, you can proceed. Three, two, one, go. All right, so Angel's going first. Over the bunny hop, just fine. Just remember, guys, she is 
99 pounds, but she brings. So Austin just said she was 99 pounds. Can you like, cause I can't really tell from the video. Like you can tell a little bit. Ha are you bigger than her? Like, are you taller? Are you more muscular? Like who, who has the edge no, physically? So we're, we're actually the same height, but I'm actually 116, which is crazy. Cause she looks more like developed, but I guess it's because, um, I, I gain more weight through muscle mass. So, and then like when you gain weight through muscle, it's very lean. Mm. Like muscle is very lean. So fat takes up more volume in your body. So obviously if you gain 20 pounds of fat, it's going to look way different from 20 pounds of muscle because muscle is so lean and fat takes up more room in your body. So like we look the same physique, I just weigh heavier because I guess I'm more muscular. Hell <laughs> yeah. Hell end. yeah. <laughs> my arm wrestling video. Right, right, right. <laughs> I was like, oh man, I didn't expect my arms to pop out like that. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, so she's going. We're nine seconds into her course run. And I want our viewers to pay careful attention to this obstacle as she goes over the berm with the uh, cinder blocks. The heat. Here we go. Uh oh. It's okay. Keep your balance. You got it. She's got two 20 pound cinder blocks. That is a fifth of her body weight. Back over, Angel. <laughs> Come on, let's go. Perfect. Moving on. Obstacle three the cargo net. She's got to scale the net, read a code at the top. This is going to unlock obstacle five. Do you have any cargo net experience? Never. That was, was that, that was your first time? Yeah. <laughs> nice. Okay. Awesome. Uh, did, did you know if Angel had ever done a cargo net? Uh, no, I don't really know what they do in the Marine Corps, honestly, as they're training. Oh, that's I true. Really they, don't. The, the, actually, now that I think about it, the Marines definitely have cargo nets on their obstacle course. So she would, she, she would have had more experience in this, in this, uh, obstacle. So, uh, okay. So we'll get, let's, let's let, I'm going to let her rest of her run go. So that way we can get to yours and I'll ask you more questions when we get to yours. Climbing it. Looking good, looking good. Can you read that code? You're doing good. From the left a little. There you go. Remember the code. Read the code. Remember it. So a little memorization action. Coming down. Please don't drop. Okay, she's taking her legs out of the equation. That was nice. Ashley's going to have some co tough competition over the A-frame. My boots come untied. Down the A-frame. Watch <laughs> your balance. Don't want to fall. There you go. Now she's got to use that five-character code she got on obstacle three to unlock this lock. There we go. There we go now. She's got one. Kind of hard to turn. He's got the whole thing. My boots, my boots come untied. These rope swings gonna be a okay. little tricky. Swing. Yeah, you don't they get can. a good, good side. Going to <laughs> the sandbag maneuver. Back and forth, test your speed. If you're fast, you can really catch up to your time right here. One angel, you got it. You got it. Come to the wall. She tosses it. Here we go into the trench. 
into the trenches. She's 80% of the way through. Trench at speed. It's got a very, very steep hill that you have to come up. Almost there. Now she's got to open the ammo can to reveal a key that will unlock one locker with the sledgehammer. She's got to get the key. Pull it, pull it. Dump it, dump it, dump it, dump it. There's the key. Where's the sledgehammer? That one's already unlocked. Okay, get a freebie. Our, our, our locker is fired. Shove the keys in there. The, the key fits all the locks. Remember, you gotta find the sledgehammer. Twist, 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 twist. No, go back, go back. You gotta push it in. Now I feel like here, she got a little bit of coaching. I, when I watched this, I was like, oh, he's, he's kind of giving her a little bit of a, a little bit of an unfair tip. What do you think about that? Yeah, and I saw a lot of that in the comments. Like they were, um, he was like, oh, he was coaching a lot of like me and her. Um, I think it was just because she was like stuck. It was a little bit confusing for her to unlock the lock. So it was just like, he didn't want her to like get stuck on the lock because it was sort of like his fault for not like, because he off, he went through the basics of the course, but like not in depth. So it was sort of like we were just tossed in deep water. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Was it, did you have any, were you cool with that? Did you get to watch her run? Were you, or did you have to like go behind a Connex box or something? Uh, I got to um, watch her go first because that was the point of the arm wrestle. So she wanted to uh, arm wrestle me yeah. to see which, who would go first. Okay. And obviously the person who loses would get to go first. So it's like, it's like, of course you want to watch the person go first to see how <laughs> they're doing. Yep. <laughs> All right, let's let's. So it was her idea to arm wrestle me, and I was just like, okay. <laughs> nice, that's awesome. All right, let's finish this one up. Twist. Push in a little more. Yeah. Those locks are like I've noticed a lot of people. Those locks are like jammed up. She opens it up. Grab. Yeah. Grab the glasses. There you go. Now she got a pot to smash. You're three minutes twenty three seconds. One age, you got it. Smash the pot. Boom! Three right. minutes. So twenty-eight seconds. Three twenty-eight. Ashley, it's your time. Three minutes, twenty-eight seconds. All right, Ashley. Three minutes, twenty-eight seconds. That's your time to beat. Can you do it? I'll try. Three minutes. <laughs> so, did you start like immediately after she stopped? Um. So he had to like reset everything. So I had to wait for him to reset the stuff. And then, yeah, like right after. <laughs> okay. Uh, what? How did you feel the moment before your race started? Did you feel the pressure of of yeah being so the Navy versus the Marines? So much pressure, and I suck at cardio so bad. <laughs> I was so tired after that. Okay, so cardio is not your jam. You're a lifter. No. Yeah, I'm definitely a lifter. I'm not some crazy cardio person. I don't run three miles. I'd never have. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So you're in the three mile, you're in the three mile a year club in the Navy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. All right. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Let's, let's see your, your run here. Hey seconds. Come on, Ashley. You got to represent from the Navy. I'm team Navy. So three, <laughs> two, one, go. The music kicks in. 
She's off. No problem. Takes the, the bunny first hop obstacle. With a little bit of style. Up, up over the, the dirt mountain. If you guys don't know, this dirt mountain is steep. There we go. Back up over. And we just saw you throw the cinder block onto the ground. And there is all kinds of of controversy over this. Uh, <laughs> walk me through the throwing the block versus running to the bottom of the berm. Okay, so when he was telling us how the course is, he said the cinder flicks has to get to the other side of the mount. But he didn't say how. <laughs> <laughs> he said it has to get to the other side. So I was just like, okay, if he didn't say that I had to run all the way back down and like place it, then maybe I could just toss it to the other side. <laughs> I, I guess she thought because she saw the other one that she had to run all the way down and I sort of felt bad. <laughs> I could have just told her like, hey, just throw it. <laughs> but, you know, like I thought about that while she was doing it because, again, I'm thinking about me because I suck at cardio. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm like, I don't want to get exhausted running over this mountain with a freaking cinder block so let me just like go halfway and like just throw it over <laughs> that's amazing i fully support that you run your race you got to listen to the <laughs> rules if the person making the rules doesn't think about it then you know you take advantage of those of those uh shortcuts and those exactly. loopholes because you're out there to, to represent and win for the like work smarter not harder that's what we say in the navy yeah that's the navy thing like everybody <laughs> knows you work smarter <laughs> not harder man that is that is amazing so I support it. I'm on. I'm on Team Ashley here. All right. Let's see what. Let's see what happens as the race goes on. Come to the other side. You got one more. Twenty-three seconds. Nice. Tosses it down there. Make sure to clear Going the burn. It's net. definitely on the ground. There you go. Going up to the cargo net. Got a good stride. Climb up. Find the code. Five character code. Remember. Tiny piece of paper and tiny letter. So you said that this was your first time climbing up a cargo net, but I'm watching it. Do you know you're actually doing it the right way, which is holding on to the rope, the vertical rope is actually the right way to do it? Did you know that? No, it was someone who told me in the comments that that was the right way, and I, I did not know that. I, I never climbed the cargo net. I don't even know how. I was scared because I. It looks like your feet could get stuck in the, in between the nets and stuff. So. It was just weird. I just, I guess it was like instinct. That's me. great. Good job. Well done. <laughs> now you have to remember this code at the top. Uh, was that letters or numbers? Letters and numbers. Letters and numbers. Okay. So I don't know if you know this and I don't know if Austin knows this, but we used to do this in the Navy. Uh, it was called Kim's games. And I don't know if you've ever heard of that. It stands for something. Uh, what we would do was you would have to like at the beginning of a really tough challenge, like a ruck or an, uh, a, land, a long land nav or something like that with a time limit on it, you would at first go see like a either a puzzle, like a, like a, a, ser a code or like a bunch of items on a table laid out. And then at the end of the event, you would have to repeat it back. There's something about having to take something into your brain, right? Commit it to memory, then do a physical challenge and then remembering it again. That's like a real thing. Did, uh, did Austin explain kind of the thinking behind this obstacle at all to you guys? No. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's what he was trying to go for, which is pretty cool. 
I've never had to like memorize something and then like do a physical portion. So that was scary to me because I have terrible memory. Oh, really? Terrible. So I'm just like, crap. I, I'm <laughs> scared that I would have to go back to remember it. Yes. I have not that seen that happen cool. yet, but that would be the end of the game for somebody on this challenge. <laughs> yeah, that just takes up your whole time right there. <laughs> so, so. It's a it's a real thing, and actually, for our listeners, I would encourage you if you're if you're a fitness fitness person to mix in, like at the end of a really challenging uh, workout or really challenging like run or event that you're doing, either like do a memory test like at the beginning and the end, or give yourself some kind of puzzle that you have to solve at the end. Because trying to use your mind when your body's exhausted is a whole different challenge. So it's good to practice those two things. It'll make you better at both. By doing that. So I totally say, you know, go do that. Go incorporate that into your training somehow. Like set up a riddle or something like that for you and your buddies when you're going out to go do a, a, a run or whatever it is, a workout, and uh, and see if you can do it. It's, it's really good practice. Let's, uh, let's see what we got. Let's see how you do on the cargo net here. There's the code. She has red... And hopefully memorize the code. Coming back down. So we you went arms all. as well? These girls like to let... Did the arms mm -hmm. thing make a big difference? Yeah. I think that's pretty smart. Because the feet are the part you get tripped up on doing this. Yeah, you get really... Like, your feet get stuck in there. So might as well just climb your way down with just your... Just let your feet hang loose. <laughs> nice. Legs go. I, I like it. I've never seen it. I've, I've never seen this before. Good. Come to the A-frame. Take it very carefully. Watch your footing. Very easy to fall on the A-frame. Did the A-frame feel stable? It was stable, but it was scary. Because oh. it's like there's like spaces in between that's uh -huh. open. So it's like I don't want to get... Like if I go too fast, my foot will go through. It's decently so tall. Bad. It's decently tall. Like you could definitely get hurt on that. Did you guys do a waiver? Yeah. Did you guys sign a waiver? Yeah, we did. Good, good. Get that insurance coverage. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's see, let's see you take on the A-frame here. Lead to the top. Now she comes back down. There you go. Watch your footing. Come down. Now she's got to use that Bob character code. Oh, did a leap. Took Unlock a leap. Rope. She's analyzing it first. There you go. You got two. Were you having a hard time here with the code? Were you having a hard time getting a lock open? Yes, I was. I was just like, how the heck do I do this? It was it's fine. I figured it out. <laughs> yeah, you figured it out. It, I, I was I, I watching this. I got super worried about you. I was like, oh, no, she's going to get stuck on this. Something's wrong. She forgot the code. I thought maybe you forgot and you were going to have to run back to the rope. Yeah, like you were saying. It, was, it was a really hung up moment that I had. I was like, damn <laughs> it. Four, one more character. Has the lineup perfectly with Master. There we go. She's got the rope unlocked. Now she goes to swing. Be careful on the swing. Tuck your legs. There you go. Takes it in style. Come to the ammo. Can maneuver into sandbags. Back and forth. Back you look forth. a little tired at this point.
Were you feeling pretty tired exhausted. here? Exhausted. Exhausted. <laughs> I just like, I thought I wasn't going to make it. I was like, wow, this is exhausting. Wow. How much do you think that ammo can weighed? Uh, probably like 15, 20 pounds. Okay. That's decent. That's decent. All right. Let's, let's see how you do on the, uh, the zigzag here. Will she make up her time? The switch. Two backs. minutes, 13 seconds. You're looking good, Ashley. Let's do it. Tosses that ammo can over the wall. Nice. Take Hi, way to conquer the wall. The trench. Tackling obstacle. The trench. How deep eight. do you think the trench was? It was pretty steep. It was really, really steep. And it's like mad rocky in there. Oh, I didn't realize that. You can't really see in there in the video. Yeah, I think he's going to install a GoPro in there so people can see for the next one. Okay, cool. In the trench she goes. Because you disappear. Your head is down underneath the dirt there. Here you go. You got it. You got it. Two minutes, 34 seconds. She's got to grab the key from the ammo can and unlock. It's funny unlock. because even though I've seen this a couple times, I'm still like, hang in there. You can do it. <laughs> throw, throw the rocks out. Toss it. She's looking it, for it. the keys. Grab the key. This part seems yeah, to get everybody, too. No, no, no. That, 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 one, that one. Okay. So the first one that you went for it was like already open. Did you notice that? No, I didn't. It was like already unlocked, and then it was like he was like, "Oh, don't use that one." I wonder, you know. And then you go for the one that uh, the same one that Angel did. That was your second pick. Sorry, different kind of lock on there. Didn't fit. First try. And there it is. Three minutes, four seconds. Put the goggles on. Hold up, Ashley. You didn't see which one they put it in before you went, did you? No. And I was just like, why was it ironic that he would put it in the same one? Maybe it was like a trick thing, like a mind trick. Yeah. You know, yeah. like people wouldn't go for the same one that they saw the other players go. Yeah. So, yeah, no, like he, you can't watch where he places it. You have to turn around and hide behind the bunker. Oh, okay. Nice. Like you're not allowed to see it because that's cheating. Yeah. Okay, I wanted to make sure. I wanted <laughs> to make sure. I was just like, he put it in the same one. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. All right, so you're about to smash. Let's see how you do. Let's see who wins here. I think I've already said it like 10 times on the show, but let's watch Come it. Come on, you got it. Smash the pot. Just, just smash it. We didn't, we didn't replace it. Smash it. Time. Oh, you smashed it without the goggles on. Was there a time penalty for the goggles? No. He said you had to put the goggles on. I put them on. They just wouldn't stay on my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, I, I support it. I support it. So there you go. So we saw it there. You uh you right. won, but here's the so official Angel announcement. Had a time of three minutes and twenty eight seconds. Ashley, your time was three minutes and thirteen seconds. Yes. Congratulations. The Navy, the Navy wins. Yes. So there's a lot of a lot of different things on this obstacle course that could go right or wrong for the competitor. But I just wanna tell these girls great job you did an incredible job thank you for coming out here to the battle bunker and attempting it that's all i can say uh can we get some uh, friendly banter between you guys and you hug and that's that's very Teamwork. that's sweet makes that's the dream sweet. work team usa so th that's the uh the battle bunker episode of uh of ashley versus angel navy versus marines where you came out on top which is incredible congratulations yeah. <laughs> thank you and and uh and what was there was there a prize Yes, but we cannot 
accept it in uniform. Oh, <laughs> okay. And and was it was it uh, stipulated that you had to go do it in uniform? Um, it's just for the like the context of the show. So, like, obviously, it's always better to do stuff in uniform because that's how you represent the branch. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think that's pretty good. So you- that's why. Did you uh, have to keep it a secret until the episode premiered after you went back to, to work? Did, were people asking you about it? I don't really tell people at work what I do on my downtime. I just mm. like sort of like, <laughs> I just sort of like whoever wants me to be featured or it's like a hobby for me. Like, you know, like I, I really enjoy it. It's like really fun to like help all my, um, friends and people that I know like if this is their thing like you know yours is like podcast or theirs is entertainment YouTube and like you know like you just want people to come and like be featured on this great idea that you have like why not support it you know and it's like I I don't think much of it like I don't think much of like oh my god like I'm doing it to be like social media famous or something I just do it because it's fun and at the same time I'm supporting my friends or local people that are just trying to do great things with their content. I love it. I, uh, I've loved this interview so far. You're an awesome sailor. Thank you for representing the Navy so well. ET2. Thank you. Uh, petty <laughs> officer and, and uh, rock star from winning the battle bunker there. And have you, uh, have you, have you an angel talk since then? Yeah, we have actually. <laughs> nice. Good, good. I'm glad that uh, you guys kept up your, contact with one another um and you went back on a uh, battle bunker right yes i did i actually did another funny one <laughs> so i'll i'll let i'll let people go find uh go find that one on their own and uh, we'll save that for another day but if you do want to go see ashley on another episode of battle bunker it's over on austin's channel um great job on that uh, i love what you're doing representing the navy with the the fitness and the uh telling them what ets do and showing that women in the navy are making a difference and are doing a great job and representing out there in the fleet. I think that that's badass, and uh, you're an all-around badass uh, sailor. So thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs> is is there uh, is there anything you wanna you wanna put out to to the audience? You've been getting a lot of support in the comments here. People have been really enjoying it. Is there anything you want to uh, to say to the audience here? Um, I just want to tell them that like thank you for supporting me, watching my videos. And honestly, like, like I said, make your opportunities happen. And if you have a goal, just go for it. Don't, it doesn't matter what people say, you know, people are always going to say what they want to, to stop you from where you want to go in life, but only you can get there. Only you. So it doesn't matter what other people say. And that's how I always live my life. It's like, what do I want in life? You know, like you should put yourself first. Self-love is really what matters. And that's what's important. Oh, I love that. That's awesome. Uh, Last question here, was uh, Austin a good dude to work with? Would you recommend people go work with Austin Alexander on his channel? Of course. He is such a really great person to work with. Like I said, down to earth, really nice, um, makes you feel super comfortable. He's so professional about everything. And like I said, it's like I love working with uh, military people or veterans because just like you, Max, who has such a great charisma and welcoming feeling the same thing for us and it's the same energy like you guys are such humble people and you're just just trying to create great content trying to make it somewhere in life you know 
So it's like all more support for you guys trying to do this. And it's amazing to work with people like you who make me, the other siders, just feel much more comfortable. Oh, thank <laughs> you guys you. have such an overwhelming confidence. It's crazy. Oh my gosh. <laughs> thank you very much. I really appreciate that. That means a lot. Yeah. Uh, you too. I think you too. You carry yourself very well, very confident, obviously, you know, very intelligent and uh, you've lived a full life and you're still doing it out there. And I think that that's great. Um, and it's echoed here in the comments. Joan says, very positive person you are, and he hopes the best for you, um, which Thank you know, you. <laughs> I say, I say the same thing. I hope the best for you and, uh, and all the success in the world, whether it's staying in the Navy, getting out of the Navy, continuing a career in fitness or in engineering and STEM, whatever you want to do. Um, I hope, I hope it all comes true for you. And, uh, and I think from talking to you, I don't see why, why it wouldn't, because you have, you have the self motivation you have the discipline and you have the positive attitude and kind of like the, the worldview that you're responsible for your own fate here. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much, Max. It was really fun being on here. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, Ashley. I, uh, I, uh, hopefully we'll do another episode like this. We'll have you back on the show sometime. And, uh, if that's something you're interested in and I, uh, until next time I will sign out here. I just want to tell the, the listeners, if you haven't had a chance already to head to scuttlebuttshow.com and check it out, listen to the podcast, subscribe to the YouTube channel, head over to the Patreon if you want to support the channel. And uh, with that being said, I look forward to talking to you guys all very soon. And I am out for Ashley and I are out for now.